0: Listening to PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Welcome to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. This is your host, Tim Link, and I'm so glad you're joining us today. My guest, I'm really excited about this today. I'm always excited about our guests, but this is particularly going to be a great show because we're going to be talking to Jackson Galaxy. Jackson's the uh, host of Animal Planet's My Cat from Hell, and he has a great new book out called Cat Daddy. So, we're going to talk to him a little about his book here in a moment. Uh, so, we'll take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Sit. Stay.
2: We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact.
0: from PetLife Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go.
2: I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime you'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read.
0: With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to AudibleDeals.com. That's
2: AudibleDeals.com. Let's talk pets on petliferadio.com.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Joining me now is Super Celebrity of My Cat from Hell and the latest author of Cat Daddy, Jackson Galaxy. Jackson, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you so much for having me, Tim.
1: Oh, our pleasure, our pleasure. Now we got to get into it. Now, is this the first book that you've published?
3: Yeah. No, this is it. Yeah, it, and it, I didn't even really mean to write a book, <laughs> to be honest with you. I, you know, it, as uh, it's a story about uh, my travels with uh, with my cat Benny, and uh, a few years ago, two years ago, almost to the day, as you know, he was preparing to pass, I just promised him that the story I wanted to tell his story and. It came out in a very kind of pure way it was it was just pretty effortless and uh, and helped me process and uh, and here it is and i 'm really actually really excited about it
1: yeah it 's a fantastic book because you know um uh when I first got a copy, I was expecting it to be, okay, here's the host of a television show, their first book out. They're going to have helpful tips. We're going to have all kinds of cat advice and things in here. And there are some great tips and great advice in the book, but it's really a uh, what I call a raw and edgy book. You know, It goes through the, uh, the details of your life a little bit and how you got to where you're at and, and talks about Benny. So I thought I was uh, – I don't know if I'd say pleasantly surprised, but I definitely was surprised, and I, I love how the book was put together.
3: Well, thank you. And honestly, you know, when I get asked, you know, why did you (laughs) write something that raw? I swear that was not my plan. You know, the plan was just to tell a story about Benny and his story I thought needed to be told. And then I realized that that was like building a body without a rib cage, basically. I mean, you had to tell both of our stories in order to uh, have it make any sense. So unfortunately, that meant me sort of laying some stuff bare there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And as you said, it was very uh, therapeutic. And I could see that from reading the book. You know, you're telling a great story. You're telling about your life, uh, how you got to where you are and, and Benny. And it just, I could see sort of at the end of the book, and correct me if I'm wrong, There's a big, ah, <sighs> you
3: know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, what he taught me, I'm not even being, you know, glib about when I say that he, that a cat taught me about life and love and coming clean he really did. I mean, our journey together ended with this exactly as he just did it. You know, even in his passing, even in, you know, the profound grieving that I went through with him, there was still this intense appreciation and and also, you know, I mean, because the story is about, uh, also about me uh, going through my addictions and coming out the other side because of working with him and the other cats, that I worked with, there is that level of gratitude that uh, you know you just don't know uh, unless you just about killed yourself before and had somebody else pull you out.
1: Absolutely, and we know Benny is a was and continues to be a great teacher. Do you find that that to be the situation with all the uh, all the cats and all the animals you work with, learning lessons from them?
3: No doubt, no doubt. I literally have never met a cat, a dog, a horse, a pig that I haven't learned something from. Uh, You know, of course, my my day-to-day is working with cats more one-on-one, but if it weren't for the fact that, that, you know, when I first started working at a humane society, if it weren't for the fact that I just was learning so much from them on so many different levels, I never would have followed that. I just wasn't in a place at that point to care, you know, just from an intellectual place, it had to be from a. These guys were pulling something out of me, and that's exactly what they did.
1: Yeah, and you know, and I love in the book how you talk about basically, correct me if I'm wrong, that working at the Humane Society was originally just just another job, just another gig for you to to pay the bills, and it turned yeah, into totally. something. Yeah, totally. I mean, I
3: yeah, I was just saying I want to make music, and that means that I want to just keep my head empty during the day because you never know when a song is going to come into your brain and you know at that point I it was a precious resource i wanted to keep it, that channel open and i figured what better way than just to scoop poop all day long you know what i mean i just i didn't have to deal with uh, with language i could just deal with uh, with scooping and uh, of course the best laid plans
1: is that a metaphor for the recording industry in general?
3: <laughs> well, it's scooping poop all day long, right? Exactly right. Exactly right.
1: <laughs> oh boy, I'll get in trouble for that, but I think our producer Mark can relate to that as well. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, after writing the book and, and looking back and reflecting on it, what, what did you learn most from writing the book?
3: You know, the thing that I didn't realize, I really didn't give myself credit actually having taken that level of a journey I never took stock of it and actually you know as you get towards the end of the book um, I made this effort to write it and to not look back at it I mean if you take a look at the the uh, very end of the book the epilogue I just spit it out and left it alone left it to my co-writer to you know weed out all grammatical errors or whatever but it was it was a pure journey. It just—it's hard to explain because it was just so not touched by by anything. Uh, and you know, going through this trip with Benny, not just Benny, but opening myself up emotionally to the lives of animals to that degree, and especially you know, working in a high kill environment, uh, and 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 opening yourself up to this level of love. When loss is right around the corner, you know, that the whole book, I think, is trying to explain the profound nature of that.
1: Yeah, I think that you know we hear of that sort of unconditional love from uh, from our animals, and, and we feel that. But I really applaud you for the book and the fact that you know you really. I could see your life lessons. I could see the you not know, only the challenges you went to to get to where you're at now, but the impact that each of the animals that you encountered uh, along the way had on you yeah. and shaping your life. No, for sure. And I think it's very powerful. So after putting the book together and our listeners picking up a copy of uh, Cat Daddy and reading it, what would you hope they would walk away from uh, after
3: reading it? Well, I mean, there's a couple of overriding things. I mean, first of all, of course, it's the power of sharing your life with animals. That's, you know, the first thing is that everyone should be sharing their life with animals. As I said in the in the beginning of the introduction of the book, that You know, one of the things I'm here to do is to make sure that everyone has a cat in their life because, you know, we need that to happen. I mean, if if we want to achieve a no-kill status even on a regional level, everyone has to have one, you know, at least one, you know, uh, as well as spaying and neutering our existing animals. But, I mean, I just really wanted to... That was one of the first things that I thought of was that, I owe a karmic debt, you know, and uh I just want to start paying it off and and paying it forward. And other than that, I mean, it was really just a story about me and, and my friend, you know. I mean, we had a, an incredible trip together. And uh I'm not lying to you. Just as we're sitting here talking about it, and I've given many interviews about the book at this point, And it's still a fresh experience, the life we had together and his passing. And I can't even tell you how honored I am to be able to share it because it's so fresh in my mind. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So I've got to ask you about Benny. Uh, now that he's made his transition, what's his continued impact on you and what you do? Do you still feel his uh, presence and uh, learn from his teachings?
3: absolutely and and that's something that uh, when you were saying you were expecting out of you know my book, which was you know the tips all throughout the book, every tip in that book is derived from the paces that he put me through over all those years, and I have used them on countless cats, I would say, even in the thousands of cats that i've worked with that benny's his incredible problems, his walls, his, you know, the things that he put me through in order to try to solve his problems that have become these cornerstone tips that I use for every cat. So yeah, his uh, influence absolutely lives on uh, with, with the cats that I work with every day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I always think that's amazing. You know, through my work, uh, working with animals and being a communicator, um, you know, people ask me, well, how do you learn these things? How do you know these things? Like, well, the animals have shown me and told me and taught me all these things that I know today. And I'm, you know, I'm just privileged to be able to share it with people as as I know you are.
3: Yeah, there is no bigger truth than that, that, you know, we've been blessed to um, receive information like this. And I couldn't be happier to pass it on. You know, I I, I had the experience of having my first book signing and to have people come to me, show me pictures on their phone of their cats or or dogs and share a quick story with me. That's why we do this. You know, I really do believe that, you know, again, that that we can achieve a no-kill world, but only if we press forward and hopefully cat daddy is just even a remote push in that direction
1: absolutely the work that you do and the, the message you're putting out in the, the book cat daddy is definitely a uh, one more step one more piece in the puzzle and I, I agree with you wholeheartedly uh spay and neuter those animals
3: oh yeah and also you know what if benny's story teaches you anything it's don't give up you know the Even someone like me who spends their life working with cats, I spent 13 years with that boy being completely frustrated by him. But in the end, the payoff was so great. And again, you know, I have been witness to people turning cats into shelters because they didn't match the furniture. And I swear that's true. You know, I have been around because they were putting claw marks in their leather furniture. And I just... Whether it's through my cat from hell or through Cat Daddy, uh, let people know that hey, look, problems can be this bad, and people still work through them. So try to stick it out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break, uh, but we're going to come back and continue our conversation with Jackson Galaxy after these messages from our sponsors. Uh, you're listening to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio.
2: Sit. Stay. Oh. We'll be right back After a short pause Well, four to be exact Every pet is unique Maybe they're gray in the muzzle Yet young at heart Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage And into their paws and ears Or maybe they're just trying to maintain A more girlish figure At PetSmart We have the right food for your pet I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first.
1: You'll find reviews on home repair to health care, written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call, and I know the results will be fantastic.
0: Angie's List, who you can trust. Go to Angie'sList.com forward slash rights and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash rights, W-R-I-T-E-S. Go to petmeds.com forward slash lucky, L U C K Y, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at petmeds.com.
2: Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from Wagging Tongues and Tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. Pet Life Radio. 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 PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. We're talking to the host of Animal Plants, My Cat from Hell, Jackson Galaxy, about his latest and greatest book, Cat Daddy. Now, Jackson, I know your schedule is very, very hectic, but so I've got to give our listeners an idea of here you are hosting your uh, very successful show television show and now you're writing a book how did you schedule that kind of time how do you schedule the time to to do the shows and do all the work that you do the consultations you do and then uh write a book as well
3: i haven't the slightest idea <laughs> I, uh, I have no idea uh, you know it, the funny thing is the book itself was necessity it wasn't something i decided to do uh when benny became ill And you know, I I was such a problem solver. I was such a—I had been in that teacher mode and that problem-solving mode for so long. And the only way that I was going to honor him and save my sanity at that point was just to switch into sort of hospice mode and to stop trying to solve everything. And the writing became the only way I knew how to deal. You know, I've been a songwriter since I was 10 years old. It's all I've ever known how to do. So it was just a very natural process. And then suddenly it turned into something else. And so writing, it was not writing, like I said, to me is second nature. My collaborator, Joel Durfner, made it very easy on me because he was about the structure. I knew how to write images and, and scenes, but... You know, as a songwriter, we're used to doing things in three-minute stretches and, you know, 300 pages, something totally different. So, Joe was very much there to just give me a proper skeleton and, and let me put the skin on it. So, he helped tremendously. But otherwise, like I said, I have no idea how it's happening. It's just, it's one of those rare times in your life that you just keep moving and, uh, and feel grateful that you have that motion.
1: I always say that the universe provides us a wonderful boat we just have to hop in and paddle as fast as
3: we can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And sometimes a lot faster than others, you know. I mean <laughs> it's it's just amazing. It's funny because I've never even had a glimpse of a midlife crisis in my life, but at this point I keep telling man I would do anything to be like 25 and not 45 right now because I would just love to be able to function on my like captain crunch and mountain Dew through you know all this but <laughs> <laughs> not meant to be you know
1: I have to admit I, I'm uh, in my late 40s and I, I just purchased some uh, my refresher box of Captain crunch so it's never too old
3: <laughs> well there's the midlife crisis box of Captain Crunch exactly I you know you know right now we're starting this book tour today's the first day I'm in New York right now and i uh, getting ready to go do a signing and I've got these vitamins like lined up I've got B12 and Sammy and all kinds of things for your brain and your body and everything and you know then you start realizing that, that you're built to break down <laughs> over a certain amount of time so uh, i better run with it while i can
1: that's right take the vitamins get uh, plenty of rest and uh, sanitize those hands frequently i think you'll be in you'll be in pretty good shape and it'll be and the amazing thing about the book tours i had an opportunity with my book a, a couple of years ago to uh go out on tour and it's done before you know it you know you're going at such a fast pace then all of a sudden it's done and you're like where did those one month two months or four months go
3: <laughs> right exactly and I wish I could. I mean, my my tour is only about 10 days. We're going to just a a very small number of cities because we're still in the middle of filming uh, season three of My Cat from Hell. So I just filmed last night, uh, got on the red eye in New York today. We we start this tour for 10 days and then we're right back in the saddle again for another 35 days of of filming. So to me, there's nothing I'd rather be doing nothing
1: yeah you're you're getting that message and you're getting to do what you're you were meant to do, and I think that's uh that says it all right there.
3: I love the fact that you said that you know when you I thought that that only happens once in your life, you know that that when I found that you know I was good at something, which was writing music, I thought, well, that's it. I have to you know ride this horse until you know I drop or the horse drops, and you know you suddenly find that there is something else. And, yeah, I love doing what I do. And uh, I do it at the exclusion of all other things, you know. But just being with animals is, uh, as you said, just a privilege.
1: Absolutely. So you talk about the, uh, My Cat from Hell. Congratulations on the uh, third season you're filming right now.
3: Thank you. So,
1: I'm sure all of our listeners know about the show. But tell us a l- little bit about it and um, how did the show actually come about?
3: Well, I, My Cat from Hell basically mirrors my life which is at home cat consultations and we just go to people's homes the show takes place usually over the span of about a month so i usually try to pepper in three visits uh, over the span of a month giving people pretty heavy-duty homework that concentrates not only on the cat's well-being but in the dynamic that surrounds the cat because often that's part of the problem Uh, a big part of the problem and uh, that's exactly what I do in real life and it just happened to be that I had moved to Los Angeles and within literally a few weeks a friend of mine saw me teach one of my Cat Mojo workshops and you know passed it on to a friend of his who was in the industry and Once they got wind of, you know, there's a guy who looks like that, who teaches this, you know, it kind of for them was a no brainer. And and I never went looking for it. It just it just happened. So I was really fortunate that way.
1: Yeah, and I think it's an amazing thing about it because, i from wrong, you're the intention going to L.A. wasn't, say, I'm going to be a Hollywood star and have my own television shows no. and all that.
3: I literally just wanted to go live by the beach. <laughs> yeah. no, that was live it. I, I had a girlfriend at the time who lived there, and we had met online, and, and I lived in Boulder at the time. And I thought, well, you know, I'm done with the mountains. Uh, you know, I I was born on one coast in New York City. I'd, I'd spent 15 years in the mountains. I was done with it, and, and uh, I loved that area of LA where the beach was. And I just wanted to live there. And that was it. It was just very
1: simple. I love how the uh, karma of the universe, whatever you want to call it, uh, comes into play without us knowing if we just let it
3: happen. <laughs> it amazing, right? I mean, I remember thinking to myself, well, it's, it's a blessing that, you know, my business is so mobile and I get to do it wherever I want to go. But, you know, LA is a nice start. And, you know, I get to just make the album that I wanted to make. I just, I just was sick of working with bands, and I just wanted to get together with some session musicians and make some good music. Of course, now it's four and a half years later, and I still haven't made my album, but that's because other things have stepped in the way a little bit.
1: You know, the album may actually end up turning out to be uh, songs for your cat. How to to Exactly, right?
3: cat music 101. And I think, uh, you know, hopefully by the end of this year, I mean, speaking of staying busy, by the end of this year, I'm hoping to just put together a few songs, uh, get them out on iTunes, you know, no fancy anything. Just, you know, get my music out there a little bit too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, in many ways you can get your message out, whatever it may be, uh, definitely it's a positive thing. And, you know, since you have the love for the animals and you're working with the animals, anything you can do to, to get in front of people is going to go back and funnel through the animals. Right, absolutely. That's yeah, fantastic. So, Jackson, we'll let you go today, but uh, tell our listeners how they can find out more about you and the book and everything you're up to.
3: Well, if you just go to my website, which is jacksongalaxy.com, you'll find links to the book itself, which, you know, one great thing is for the next week, uh, my publisher penguin, uh, Tarcher Penguin is still giving a dollar, uh, from each order to three of my favorite charities. It's Stray Cat Alliance of LA, Neighborhood Cats of New York, and Best Friends Animal Sanctuary. And those three guys are splitting the dollar from, from each one of these book orders for the next week. So you can find out more info about ordering uh, at my website. Plus, the schedule for the book tour is on there. Any information about upcoming episodes, the entire Megillah is there.
1: So everybody go to uh, jacksongalaxy.com, pick up a copy of the book, and do it right now. Do it now so we can get the uh, funding to those great rescue organizations. And I applaud you for giving back and applaud your uh, publisher for doing that as well. Well, Jackson, it's been a pleasure. So great to talk to you today. Good luck on the book tour, and we'll look forward to uh, seeing you on uh, season three of My Cat from Hell and hopefully talking to you again uh, somewhere down the road.
3: Thank you so much, Tim.
1: All right. Take care.
3: Take care.
1: Bye-bye. All right. Well, we're coming to the end of the show today. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. I also like to thank our sponsors and producers for making this show possible. To find out more about me, Tim Link, and other guests I've interviewed on the Animal Rights show and the stories in my blog, go to Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. There, you can download and listen to all the great interviews, uh, catch up on what's going on uh, with my blog posts. And while you're there, make sure to check out all the other hosts and shows on Pet Life Radio. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show or guests you'd like to see on the show, please email me. You can email me at tim at petliferadio.com. It's Tim at PetLifeRadio.com, and I'll be glad to answer your questions, entertain your comments, and try to bring on the authors and writers you want to hear from the most. So until next time, write a great story about the animals in your life. Share it in a blog, article, or in a book, and who knows, you may be the next guest on Animal Rights on PetLife Radio. Have a great day.
2: Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.